Welcome to New Earth Leadership, the Conscious Business Podcast. We're Spence and Jenna of Soul Meat Strategy. Our mission is to help you activate deeper levels of conscious leadership while amplifying your business profitability and impact. The truth is, the world needs your gifts now more than ever. We're committed to helping you claim your role as a New Earth Leader so you can contribute to collective change. Let's go beyond the surface together so you can rise up with confidence, certainty, and conviction. So strap yourself in, Trailblazer, because this episode is about to get real. What's up, Soul Tribe? It's Spence and Jenna here. Super, super excited. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Doubling um, up today. We're doubling, doubling up, up today. And we wanted to drop in and have a conversation with you guys to talk about what we think are the five key things for fellow conscious entrepreneurs like yourselves of what you need to be thinking about, what you need to be doing, embodying at this really, I put in the title chaos and crisis, but to us, we're going to debunk that in the first point, this transitional time of humanity and what can you be doing to bring forth the new earth with yourself, with your leadership and with your business? Yes, absolutely. So There's a lot of things going on right now. Actually, today we just were talking about how a good friend of ours, one of the beautiful speakers who's going to be speaking at the New Earth Leadership Virtual Conference, which if you aren't opted in for your free ticket, definitely drop that you want it. Just drop, say free ticket. But anyway, we're talking with one of these, these beautiful speakers, and this is a guy who puts out high quality content related to what's going on he pierces the veil he knows what's going on he understands the new earth timeline he understands the dystopian timeline and he his posts have gone viral like he's literally had hundreds of thousands of views on his content he's an awesome he's a beautiful legend and he was sharing how he's needed to take some time off of social media because of all of this not pressure and all of this rhetoric and all of these people just yeah. jumping on bandwagons bandwagons tell me if you scroll your feed it is arguably as intense on your feed as it ever has been before yeah. so we want to drop in with these five points that are going to allow you to do a couple of things they're going to allow you to ground they're going to allow you to feel guided you'll be your your internal gps will be on point you will be able to really know what you're you're meant to do over the next coming months if you apply these five points and most importantly they're going to help you ascend because everything that's going on right now from the chaos to the crises to the system collapse to all of these things that we're going to start getting into in this live it all comes back to an ascension opportunity and this is this this is the first point that we're going to talk about so it is all about ascension opportunity and when you can transition from crisis chaos, lower vibrational states, and realize as a conscious entrepreneur that this is an ascension opportunity. Not only an ascension opportunity of your cash flow and your movement, but literally your your physical, your emotional, your mental, and most importantly, your spiritual embodiment. This has never been seen before. So we're really fucking excited (laughs) with all the shit that's going on right now even with sometimes we feel like we contract a little when we drop into the point of ascension opportunity yeah it can actually be an incredibly activating and empowering time for us all and there's those human as fuck moments Mm -hmm. absolutely of contraction and fear and lower vibrations because that's part of it right is moving through Mm -hmm. the shit that comes up because collectively right now 
everything is coming to the surface. And we're not going to go down the deep agenda today in terms of like manipulation and all those things. <laughs> but maybe we will. But that, that's part of it, absolutely. And on a human level and on an ascension level, we still have to heal through all of the shadows and look at these things so that we don't continue these cycles that have been playing out in humanity, whether it's been intentionally created by humans or something else, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's still in our DNA. It's still in our culture. So we still have to move through and have conscious conversations around this. And that's where I see that this is a part of an ascension opportunity because what I have been seeing, and obviously there's exceptions, but there's just a lot of fucking anger and chaos in the newsfeed and in the conversations where basically people have forgotten that we're allowed to have different points of view. Mm -hmm. And it's much more of a trying to prove. And it's actually not always coming from a space of love, of you know education, or here's another perspective. How do we come together on this? And it's actually creating more divide. So it's not about not being angry, but the ascension opportunity here is like, how do we actually still take action while being in a space of actual love and acceptance and conscious change. So that's where I see there being a huge ascension opportunity, like in our economic structures, in our industry, in humanity, in society, like all of these different areas, whether it's, you know, not actual equality, not actual freedom. Like there's a lot of things where we've been enslaved in a lot of ways for a very long time. For us to move out of that, these things have to have to come to the surface. And so I truly have been saying this ever since the Rona hit, this is exactly what we've been asking for. It takes shock events. And I think because humanity has been in this like ignorant slumber, it's like thing after thing, after thing, after thing, after thing, where we're just getting hit with a tidal wave of shit that's waking us up. And it truly is creating the grand awakening. Yes. And why this is happening, why you feel like there's so many chaotic things happening is because right now we are at this dimension, this point here. And as a collective consciousness, we need to step up here is literally what um, um, some beings that I've, I've same beings that I've worked with, they call it the Hathors. It's called, you're stepping up the octave. Like we as a collective are raising our frequency into higher, higher vibrations. And we have to step up that frequency. But what happens in order to get to the next frequency where things smooth out is uh, there is a lot of vibration. There is massive amounts of vibration like this and then you get that energy takes you to the next level. But in order to create that energy and that vibration, there has to be all of this shit coming to the surface. And this is what we're seeing because make no mistake, the society we have, we're living in that we grew up in that we were born into is built on lies. It is built on competition above all it's built on fear it's built on control it's built on it can, it, it's built on um the whole concept that there's an infinite amount of resources that you can just keep pulling from and pulling from and pulling from it's built on materialism these are all things that honestly like i i still go through and i'm processing because i've been so deeply conditioned in this lifetime growing up to to see this so these are all things that we are working through. And where does that tie into this? It's because we have to work through them as a collective. There's 8.8 .8 billion people on earth, or so they say, we're told by the authorities that there's 8.8 .8 billion, that we all have to ascend up to that next level. So we're here to say that shit is gonna get more crazy. It's gonna get more vibrational. There's gonna be more chaos and shaking before we smooth out. It may not even happen in our lifetimes. It may not. And this is where it's so important to remember that 
This is an ascension opportunity. And we get the opportunity to be a part of this chaos. And what happens, and I'm going to give you a little pro tip before I move on. How do you actually embody the concept of an ascension opportunity? And it comes down to literally, I got something up here, literally one thing. And that is internal alignment. You have to be able to center yourself and find deep internal peace and alignment regardless of what's going on because if you don't you are going to take on all of this chaos all of this crisis and it's going to pull your frequency down well what happens when your frequency gets pulled down well the shaking and vibration to get up to the next octave it gets hurt it takes longer it gets more painful so when you can align your head your heart and your heart your gut through your spiritual practice, your emotional work, your mental development, your physical practices, this is how you drop into that ascension opportunity. So we're gonna leave it there. I highly encourage you to go opt in, drop that you want to join and get your free ticket to the Neuro Leadership Virtual Conference because I'm gonna be doing a training on day three about how to take all of these things, integrate them with the sacred four elements so that way you can find that internal alignment in your business as a conscious leader over and over and over again and it's actually going to radically amplify your intuition your accelerated cash flow all of this great stuff so if you want that drop the word sacred elements and i'll shoot the link over to you awesome yeah and so the next one on there is owning and speaking your truth or is what we like to call your strong point of view mm. because right now there's definitely a lot of strong point of views being shared, obviously, because the news feed is like, holy shit right now. I've seen so many people taking time off because it's a lot. Yeah. And it's finding that sweet spot because there's a lot of people right now that are, are speaking up and they're having conversation. They're having a strong point of view, but it's not necessarily even their strong point of view. They're parroting it. It's parroting and it's like emotion driven you know it's not coming from you or through you it's just a reaction based on conditioning so to me strong point of view is about taking a stand for your mission and your movement and what you're here for um so like an example is like one of our good soul sisters abby like she is so deeply passionate like her definite mission of why she's here is to help overcome this shadow of humanity of child trafficking that's pedophilia, going on and pedophilia abuse. circles all these things like that is totally her sole mission and so she can take a strong point of view and a stand for that while talking about what's going on while threading it through her business but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's only just sharing rhetoric of what she's seeing online it's like actually discerning what's your opinion and why does it actually matter because there's a lot of people right now both on the conscious conspiracy side kind of theory of, of things where it's like, well, Bill Gates this and this and that and cue this, but the actual conversation and how that ties into your mission and your business and what can you do and what can your audience do, a lot of the time is lacking. So when you pair your strong point of view with actual action and steps and what can you be doing, whether it's fundraising, whether maybe it's protesting, maybe it's a business offering that you have, you know, like as an example, um, Azizi, who I did a live with on my profile. You can scroll down if you want to watch it, talking about the white privilege trap. She's one of the speakers in the New Earth Leadership Conference that's coming up as well. And that was something that her and I were diving into. And she has a very strong point of view as a black woman about white privilege and what's going on right now that isn't necessarily popular opinion. But she takes a stand for that. And it ties into her bigger mission of, of what she stands for 
for the new earth. And so she not only talks about it, but she ties it into her mission. She takes a stand for it. And even her offerings of things like her program are tied into it. So it's all overarching. It's not just about scrolling your newsfeed, um, looking for people where you can comment on their shit, being like, no, this is the truth. No, mm -hmm. this is what you should do. You should do this. You should not do that. To me, that's not necessarily taking a stand with a strong point of view. It's like, how do you infuse it and embody it into your mission, into your content, and what you're sharing? Do you have anything you want to add around strong point of view, hun? I know it's something you're passionate yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that I work with men a lot on. So if you're a man on here and you feel like you, you're a little lost on your strong point of view, definitely send me a DM because I truly believe that every single New Earth masculine leader out there has a strong point of view and something that i find with strong points of view and this ties into the next one which is trust your intuition and the discernment is that if you're not grounded in your strong point of view you can be swayed and you can be pulled and the biggest thing is there's so much conditioning out there especially in the mainstream and on your feed because remember your feed is curated by facebook and they are putting what they want in front of you for the facebook agenda which ties into higher level things, which we won't go into, but just be mindful that if you don't have a very strong point of view or you haven't defined what yours is, you're still discovering, you're still working out, be very careful about what you're being sold through the media, through Facebook, through your friends, through your people where they're trying to influence you into their strong point of view. And this is where it comes back again, right? To having your head your heart and your heart, your gut in full alignment because your strong point of view will flow through really fucking clearly. And for me, I know my strong point of view. One of them is that if we do not go into the depths to heal the shadows that we talked about earlier about that vibration and we do not come up and clear that tra trauma, we don't look at all of these systems that are fucking broken and lies, the New York timeline won't come in. And I, that is my strong point of view. It's not about being dogmatic where I'm not willing to open and look at new points of view, but your strong point of view is like beyond dogmatic. This is foundational. This is a divine connection with source energy where you have your tap flowing in and it's coming through you. That's what your strong point of view is. So make sure that regardless of this chaos, regardless of this crisis, regardless of this, regardless of all of the little fucking black squares and all of these things that they're trying to get you to jump on board with, that you are truly coming from your place of your strong point of view. And this leads really, really well into this next one, which Jen alluded to, trust your intuition. Yeah, so many people are not using discernment right now, and I think it's a, a responsibility as a conscious individual, you know, somebody who prioritizes and is dedicated and devoted to your growth and the expansion and evolution of humanity, it's really important to exercise discernment, which means not just jumping on bandwagons, not doing things without actually checking in with yourself first. Like if you check in with yourself and intuitively, truly, you feel like you want to post a black square or you want to shave your head in white solidarity to, to black people, fine, go for it. It's not about what you should or shouldn't do. That's not what this conversation is about, but it's about actually checking in with yourself before you do stuff and if it's an energetic full body yes cool go for it but if it's an energetic no which is what we're getting a lot of dms and things from people where they're like uh this doesn't actually feel right to me it feels like there's something more that's going on here it feels like there's something else but then they're worried about getting shamed they're worried that their business is going to crumble they're worried that people are going to send them nasty messages and they don't know how to navigate that so either people hide and they do nothing 
or they just jump on the bandwagon because it comes down to natural human psychology yeah. of, of wanting to be accepted right yeah. you don't want to be you don't want to be pushed out so if that's you and you've either been hiding to just kind of try to fit in or you've been exercising yeah, what might look like a strong point of view because you're worried um about not being accepted or being guilted or shamed like that that is a layer of not actually being fully embodied in your mission it's about not actually fully trusting your intuition so again this isn't about what you should or should not do but it's about checking in with yourself before you hit post, before you comment. Like I know an example of what happened for us, we got really consumed with in the early stages of all this stuff over the last few months of feeling like we had to be keyboard warriors mm -hmm. and justify stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this person doesn't get it or this person's on my stuff, I got to explain. And I actually realized that was depleting my energy. Mm -hmm. Those people did not want to be convinced. Nobody wants to be convinced. Instead convince of trying people. to convince people, inspire them. Yeah. Lead right? by embodiment. Lead, lead by, by embodiment, lead by your frequency, show up, take, your, take a stand because that makes people question things. You guys don't even know how many people we've had unfriend us, send us messages, only to loop back now weeks or months later saying, holy shit, I'm starting to see all this now. Thank you for speaking your truth. I don't know anybody else in my immediate circle who's even willing to look at this. And all of a sudden it's gone from, you know, really triggering somebody to now being in community and in communion with somebody and holding that space for them. And you guys get to be that for your people, whatever it is that you're focused on right now, whether it's the Black Lives Matter stuff and your stand on that, if it's about the Rona, if it's about the New Earth Movement, like wherever you stand on that, there is always going to be a layer of polarity when you're following your intuition, when you're actually ascending and evolving and growing as a human being, having a spiritual experience, when you're taking a stand for your mission and having a strong point of view, there will always be resistance. There will always be pushback. We have a really good podcast episode on that if that's what you're navigating through yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and that's something too that we're talking about a lot in the conference. We've got a couple speakers that are talking about your purpose, um, communicating your message and taking a stand for it. I know Steph Sherma is doing a really good one on like mm -hmm. communicating. Mm -hmm. um, Amber's doing one about like actually saying yes to your dreams. So there's some really good stuff that's coming in the conference where that'll be expanded upon, but just like high level view to get the wheels turning and conversations happening with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd like to be a part of, definitely drop I'm in. We'll get you the link. It's, it's free. Honestly, this yeah, we've seen these. We've seen, yeah, all of next week. We've seen events like this that are literally nine nine, like a two thousand bucks US to come to a conference like this. Yeah. All you have to do is opt in and bring your time and energy investment to next week, and it's going to game change how you show up for your mission and your strong point of view, as well as a whole bunch of beautiful conscious entrepreneurship stuff as well. Now, I want to drop in and give a personal example of this number three trusting your intuition and using discernment that recently came up. Mm -hmm. So recently we've seen this whole Black Lives Matter thing explode. And you can go and check out some of our podcasts and previous lives about what we think about life, white privilege and all of these things going on. But one of the things in my own sphere, my own energetic field that I felt was I was looking at this movement and Jenna said, hey, look at all these people putting up black squares. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And people are saying, yeah, this is, it's for solidarity. It's for showing support for people of color, all of this. And it didn't sit right with me. It didn't sit right with me. So I went out, I had a sweat. I checked in with my intuition. I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not going to do this because it doesn't, it doesn't fit right. And so that's where as a conscious leader, if it doesn't fit with you, it doesn't feel right with your alignment. 
You have to put it to the side and be like, okay, other people can do it. That's totally yeah. fine. And ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. And then I went deeper with it. I said, okay, why? Like, why doesn't this feel right? Well, first of all, it felt like a, a weird bandwagon. And there's a lot of this jumping going on. So I went deeper and I actually started doing a bunch of research. And when you actually get to the depths, and as you know, we talk a lot about a permission from the Illuminati, the Cabal, all these kind of things. The actual black square it's the call it's based on the black cube which is you'll find it in buildings all around the world you'll find it in masonic temples all of this shit it actually has to do with their religion so people who are putting up black squares are done are done under the guise of solidarity for people of color when in fact it's actual permission in their their fucking sick cult yeah. to get the masses permission believing them and this is what allows them to continue to enslave humanity continue to put out all of these things so that's just one little example of why i check in and why i know i didn't actually jump on that bandwagon so that's the discernment that's the going deeper that's doing the research that's what a conscious leader does yeah a conscious leader doesn't jump on bandwagons that's what sheep will do and your role as a conscious leader is to be discerning and to tap into your intuition to raise your frequency and pump out great energy after aligning yourself internally so that way those people who are doing that thing just because they want to be on the bandwagon feel your frequency and they feel your frequency they hear your strong point of view you don't back down you have conversation but you don't back down this is how people wake up this is so much bigger than conscious business this is waking up the masses before it's too late, we're fully enslaved in a technocracy and our planet, our beautiful planet. Hey tribe, Spence and Jenna here. We know you're navigating uncertain times and uncharted territory with your business. So we're here to extend a heartfelt invitation to you. If you're ready for personalized support to help you recession-proof your business, create cash flow certainty, and add between 100 and 500,000 in revenue this year, then pause this episode, hop over to Instagram, DM us now at Soul Meat Strategy, and let's chat. And now, back to the episode. Enjoy. Is destroyed past what it is. So just make sure that this is this is high-level shit, guys and gals. <laughs> like this is serious. This is why tapping your intuition, doing the, your spiritual practices, doing discernment, doing research is so critical right now. And don't forget, if you want actual implementation on all of this, come check out with us. Come play with us next week, the New Earth Leadership Virtual Conference. We're going to hook you up with all of the strategies and tactics that you can need to navigate this kind of stuff. But that was just one of my own personal experiences. And I've been seeing this time and time again. Time again. Yeah, and one thing I've learned through all of this is that you can take a stand for actual equality, not the illusion, but actual equality, actual freedom, all of these things that are coming to the surface right now, because we're not here to say that there's not pain and trauma on certain groups of people that maybe other people have been privileged to maybe not experience as much of. It does not mean you cannot stand with in your this brothers. lifetime. Yeah, does not mean you cannot stand with your brothers and sisters and help them work through that pain and take a stand. But that also does not mean that you have to do things in a certain way just because other people are. Like, I have seen way too much guilting and shaming of like, well, that leader hasn't made a post. Well, this person hasn't done that. And it's like, how do you not know what they're doing 
in their community? How do you not know they haven't been posting on social media because they've been out doing peaceful protesting? How do you Why not is know it they in your fucking business? You know, like what I mean? It's like we get way too consumed with what the fuck other people are doing instead of looking at what's happening in the four walls of our own house. How am I embodying the change that I want to see? What can I be doing? What do I need to look at within myself? Those are the kinds of things that aren't fully getting looked at, even if we want to tell ourselves a lot of the time <laughs> that they are, you know, because you meditated that day or you had some green juice or, you know, whatever. It's like, no, there's deeper layers to all of that. And it's equal parts, the internal and how you do the external. But if the external happens first and then just internally, you're like surface level processing, that creates very different results in the collective than if you start internal and I don't mean just meditate and light and love shit away I mean internal process the shadows look at why you're triggered by that other leaders post look at why I had to look at well, okay well why am I so triggered by white women shaving their head in solidarity like why is that triggering me so much I had to go there I had to look at that you know Spencer had to look at a lot of his triggers about the black life movement and racism and all this stuff like we've been we look at it and that's a big the part politics tied in with all of this there's and the so control much, like it, there's so fucking much but for that definitely check out our podcast because yeah. we're experiencing censorship here on these platforms I'll put so it in the comments where we go actually deep is on the new earth leadership podcast you can find on itunes and spotify check yeah. that out so point four which we've kind of alluded to in here but is integrate implement and embody so we've hit on the my favorite my favorite piece a fair amount but like with with integration and implementation like these all feed into each other and the big thing with this is if you're not integrating and let's just put that through the lens of business right now so maybe you've been doing program after program or course or free stuff like if you're not actually integrating and checking in with your intuition checking in with your mission your strong point of view it doesn't matter how many strategies you have, how many books, how many podcasts, like it just won't work or it won't work to the potential it won't feel fucking good either. Of, of where you're at. So either you'll end up with a symptom of burnout or you'll end up with a symptom of like hitting a glass ceiling in your income. Like it will always show up for you eventually. So sometimes you might have an illusion of like, oh my God, this is great. This is working. But eventually you will hit a point because you haven't actually properly integrated and you're not actually embodying these things. So that's a big thing. And then implementation is huge, right? Because we can't just be in the work all the time without actually doing anything externally. If, if we want to see collective changes, if we want to pave the way forward for the new earth, implementation to me comes from a place of embodiment and actual inter integration of the work. So when you implement, that means, okay, well, let, let's say for Spencer and I with the new earth leadership conference, just to give some background on that, like we were supposed to be on a world tour over these like starting April until like September around the globe running our in-person events. Clearly those are postponed. So we're like, okay, what's next? We had to integrate. We had to go back to the drawing board. We had to look at ourselves. We had to do all of this work to figure out like what is coming through us? What's next? Then we got the ding, 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 like this event needs to happen. Then we got a whole bunch of rhetoric of what it was supposed to look like. You should do a summit. You should and do make everyone email. You should make everyone email. You should do this. You should do that. Can't do and all these moving parts. Got to charge $2,000. Like, no, this, we had to check in and actually, again, intuition. use our intuition <laughs> and then implement. And that's the big thing, right? Implement is great. Well, we integrated all of these changes and all we looked at what the collective needs, looked at what our audience needs, looked at what we wanted to do. But then where a lot of conscious leaders get hung up is they don't implement. And one of the biggest things you will learn when you're in this soul meat strategy vortex, whether you're in our high level collective program, whether you're in our academy, our membership, whatever that looks like, 
you will learn that rapid implementation is key to success in business, especially with how fast things move. Yeah. So that's when we were got, sat down, we laid out our strategy, we felt into it, we spent two or three days in ceremony going really fucking deep, making sure we're very clear on it. And then we took massive implementation. And this is why people always, it goes back to, you know, breaking what people say. They're like, well, fuck, you need three, four, five months to set up this conference and stuff. It's like, well, no, we've done this in, you know, we wanted six to do weeks. it. In, we wanted to do it in four weeks. We ended up giving ourselves six weeks just because we've been on the land a lot. We've been dropping in all this collective energy, but then we took massive action. We were implemented rapid and here we are next week. We're rolling this out. Everything is ready to go. And we're really excited. And here's the thing I have found with implementation as a conscious business owner, it's messy. Okay. Like you guys, when you plan things out, which right, right now I recommend like 90 days max because things are just moving so much. And then there's so much ascension and, and changes happening that even if you plan things out, chances are you're going to change your mind. So working in smaller chunks, yes, have a plan. Yes, have a structure, but then the actual implementation, like it's going, there's going to be a layer of messiness. There's going to be a layer of evolution. There's things that we have done with this event where I'm like, oh shit, okay, that didn't work. Or, oh wow, this this actually became a lot more work than I thought it would be. Like right now I'm coordinating like 50 different leaders. It's a lot, okay? And and when, when before I did it, I was like, oh yeah, no problem, that'll be easy. But it's like herding cats, right? It's actually a lot of time and energy input. But I'm, I'm implementing as I go. And then we're like, okay, well now we know for next time we should do this. Or next time we'll have our assistant support us and do a little bit more of that etc. So implementing does not mean perfection. Implementing does not mean Messy having it all figured out. Implementing means going step by step, breadcrumb by breadcrumb, keep going. And because you're leading from your intuition, because you have discernment, because you have a strong point of view, because you're taking a stand for your soul mission, it will work, <laughs> right? It doesn't mean it's going to look how you thought it would. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it will work. Like so Atlantean, you will, you will Lemurian tapping of energy right there. Of, Is anybody else noticing a high level of telepathy Telepathy later? coming in? Fuck. I'm seeing, so hearing, I'm feeling so much telepathy these days. Holy. Yeah. Holy shit. And I don't even consider myself psychic or anything. I was, yeah. I'm intuitive, but I'm definitely, definitely feeling a lot of telepathy unlocking. And yeah. I think that's going to be crazy in three or four years. Yeah, we read each other's thoughts a lot. That was already, but it's like heightened mm. now. And I'm, it's seeing actually it, ridiculous. I'm seeing it too with not even just us. Clients, um, but lots clients, of clients. And like even really people deep. who are... You would, you would say, like, aren't that woke? Like, I was spending this weekend with some of Spencer's family members, and literally, they're like, oh, my God, I've been thinking of this person. I haven't talked to them in two years. I just opened my phone, and they messaged me. And I'm seeing those kind of coincidences happen a lot It's the vibration more. we talked about it to get Yeah, the have you guys socket. been noticing that at all? Like, let us know in the comments. I would definitely love to hear. It sounds like Marissa, yes. Ashley, yes. Belly, yes. So, yeah, yeah, this is something that is really happening a lot there's a lot more astral travel yes fella happening yes all I'm the going time deep now. on that with one of my clients yeah. astral projection he's been going fucking deep and bringing yeah. back some powerful wisdom it's awesome but this is the stuff right when it circles back to ascension opportunity and intuition is like actually creating space for that stuff to happen and having a high level which is 0.5 of community and support around you because 
I don't know about you guys, but we have like lots of conscious friends, but we have to be really intentional about it because it's really easy just to be in your own bubble, be in your own process. And then all of a sudden you catch yourself a day or a week or a month later being like, holy shit, I kind of feel alone right now. And it's like people are already living the ISO life, the quarantine life right now in a lot of ways. So there's already that lack of human to human connection. But purposely then on, done, of course. Purposely done. But then on top of that, it's easy just because time's on hyperspeed right now and be like, holy shit. I haven't been in conscious community. I haven't actually spoken to other people and not in a branding, marketing, social media post kind of way, but in a, whether it's a Zoom call, no agenda. Person coffee, just no agenda, conscious conversation, growing together, like true community kind of vibes. Yep, absolutely. So now's the time to double down on conscious community. And this does not mean just going into your Facebook group and creating some polls and stuff like that. Like Jenna said, this means actually gathering. This means look inside outside your four walls, who's in your literal physical proximity yeah. and going and having cacao with them and going out to places where there are people. Because this is so, so important from our little our literal physical biological point of view. And this ties all the way back into ascension opportunity yeah. and how your body factors into that. And Powers that I, I'm, I'm training myself not to say the powers that be because that's we giving them, them power. You're not giving them power. I'm going to say forces. Uh, the for the forces, the dark forces. They want to take that away, and they know that if we're not in physical proximity to people, our ascension process goes down. Yeah. And then we're all in technology, which is literally, yeah. There's a lot of great things being able to communicate with you guys and gals out there, but there's also literal radiation, like waves that are coming off that are hitting my fucking feel and my body feel and dimming it so it's very important that you get off the tech you get out of the facebook groups you get out of all of these things and you go have physical communion with conscious community and if you haven't done that for a little while now there's your action item there's your stretch for the day set something up go make it happen with the next 48 hours and watch sometime this weekend watch your literal embodiment your alignment of your head your heart your heart your gut are going to come back in and get support if you are out there right now and your business isn't where it wants to be, your strong point of view isn't where it wants to be, you're, trying, you get, to hold it you're trying to hold it together, you feel like your embodiment is not where it, it needs to be, you know you can create a movement, but it hasn't quite kicked off to where it is, go get support. This is so critical, whether it's from us at Soulmate Strategy, with our collective, our high-end, our high high-level business, our private stuff, New Earth Masculine Leadership, New Earth Feminine Leadership for Jenna, or something like our, our New Earth Leadership Academy where we're training you to lead, serve, and earn in bigger, bolder ways so we can create the new earth, really lay that pillar of your leadership and your business. Whatever it looks like, get that support. Like There is a reason why people who are where they are leveling up and getting higher and higher on the consciousness, everyone has mentors. Yeah. Every single one of us. There's not a single lead, conscious leader out there who's got to where they've gotten been that hasn't invested themselves. And it's not just about finance. It's not about laying and having a high ticket coach. It's about that commitment of your time, which is the most valuable resource you have right now. Your energy, your second most valuable resources. <laughs> not, COVID. not COVID. Not COVID. <laughs> ruin my rant with that. Sorry. That's gonna be really interesting in September when everyone's getting sick from regular flu sneezes. But anyway, so time, energy, and of course, the financial resources. When you put all those three together and you get in the arena with the right leaders or the right community and the right support, 
everything is absolutely possible. Yeah. So we're going to conclude with a quick wrap up here. The five key things for you as a conscious entrepreneur to do to do as you navigate the current, <laughs> I don't have the title, navigate the current <laughs> crisis and chaos. Number one, this is an ascension opportunity. You get to be here. You have chosen to be here. You reincarnated as a spiritual master, having your mind and memories wiped to come into this reality, to then realize that you are a spiritual master and then get to go through this density, this, this 3D density to ascend. That's an ascension opportunity. Yeah, and not to mention you've been training not only this lifetime for this moment, but I believe lifetimes. Like anybody else feeling just that deep soul level activation that's happening right now, like you might not know all of the how, but you feel it, you're feeling the call. Like that is for a reason. Like you came here for this shit, you guys. Seriously, you did. Um, number two, own and speak your truth. Like go beyond the surface. Do not be a sheeple. And I say Stop that with buying love, the rhetoric. Right? Like don't just do shit because other people are doing it. If it feels aligned for you and you did check in, cool. Go for it. But don't just do things without even checking in with yourself, which was point three of trusting your intuition and having discernment. Yeah, and be very careful when you're on the number three, trusting your intuition discernment, and this ties right into owning and speaking your truth, is noticing if you are contracting down, if the ego's coming into it, mm -hmm. and if you get emotional charges. Like if you're reading something online and you're taking in a piece of content and you feel it here and you feel emotional, that is not a place to make a decision from because that's making a decision off someone else's emotional charge to you. That's where you get to be a conscious leader and then you get to align your head, your heart, and your heart, your gut. Let that emotion dissipate, move it from your body balance and your balance your energy and then go back and look at this and say, okay, that makes sense. I'm not going to get on board with this. Or maybe I am going to get on board by this, but you're coming from a place of embodiment and calm, cool, collected emotion rather than like hot and fiery, contracted, like, oh, that's fucking firing me up. So that's number three. Number four, integrate, implement, embody. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the big thing too of just kind of, because these are all tied in, but if you are feeling triggered and you're feeling anger, anger is not bad. And there's going to be a hell of a lot more anger coming to the just surface. Just getting started. Because you guys, things aren't getting worse. Things are just getting real. All this stuff was already under the surface. So Give yourself permission to feel angry, but then check in of getting your nervous system balanced to make a decision of how you're actually going to take action and implement from there. And you can turn that anger into passion, right? And taking a stand for your mission, taking a stand for your strong point of view and doing it in a way that actually does feel congruent and isn't actually just feeding into more mm -hmm. anger and more fear, mm -hmm. more trauma. So that's where it's not about wronging yourself for feeling things. You, you want to feel things, but you want to feel the thing identify the thing, look at the thing, and then make a decision from there. So that's really a lot about the integrate, um, implement, embody, which translates into your business as well as a leader. Of like, how are you showing up? Because how you do anything, how you do everything. Um, and that's so key right now, because a lot of you guys are in a lot of programs, but you're not actually implementing. Or you're in a program where they're just giving you information, but there's no actual integration with these things. So these are all really key things to look at of what do you need to process internally right now? Chances are you already know a lot of the business kind of strategy. Like you actually probably know what you need to do most times. At least when I look at people's businesses, a lot of the time it's just hitting resistance and not doing the thing, not being called forward, not knowing how to actually apply it to you. Like has anybody ever felt that way before? Even if you're in like a guided program where you're like, this shit's really good. And 
I'm still not really sure how to fit for me. Yeah, it doesn't fit for me. I don't know how to apply it for me or I tried it. It didn't really work. And like, that's where the implementation and integration, like something is off. So checking in with that um, and then community and support. So when it comes to community and support to recap on that, get support, both whether that's like paid program, like mentorship kind of stuff, that's important, but also conscious community of being around like sister circles, men's circles, all of the things, the cow ceremonies, fire, sacred fire ceremonies, sweats. So important. Um, And in closing of that, you know, our action step, our call forward for you guys is if you have not yet joined us for the upcoming new earth leadership conference, you guys, it's free. We brought together, I think, 30 of the most potent new Ooh, I'm getting leaders. I just got a huge, like, fucking like, I just want to be a participant. Ah, that felt good. It's going to be really ah. good. Um, and these people are coming in for free because they want to contribute. Like, this is the kind of event that normally we would be charging for, we would be paying these people for, but we've all consciously come together because we see the vision for the new earth. We see a need for these things to be talked about for leadership for business, for speaking your truth and really being truly connected to your purpose and your mission, for knowing how to balance your mind, your body, your spirit, and how to actually cultivate the new earth. Like those are basically what the themes are for the week, next week. Um, You will have access to the recordings in short order, but you have to be signed up for this event. And like Sven said, it's free, but there is an investment. It's your time and your commitment to yourself and to the future of your new earth. So if you would like a free ticket, they are limited. They This is happening soon. Like, you got to get on this. Type I'm in in the comments or send us a DM with I'm in. We will get you access to this event. There's a whole bunch of giveaways and amazing stuff that's going on this week and next week. And if you already have a ticket, amazing. Sweet. We're excited that you're going to be joining us. So to help bump this up in the algorithms, let us know that you're coming and why you are excited in the comments because we are really fucking excited. Yep. And we will see you there. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Love you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of New Earth Leadership, the Conscious Business Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, we'd love for you to follow these quick action steps. Number one, subscribe and rate the podcast. Two, screenshot this episode and tag us on your Instagram stories at New Earth Leadership. Be sure to check out the show notes below for our free gifts from us to you. See you on the next episode and keep shining your light.